Hey everybody, this is Brad Bruce and I'm here with Jace Marsiglia and you're listening to the 5195 Podcast. We got a spooky one today. Yeah? We got us a round table. But it's square. I know. Okay. I know. It's hip to be square. Okay. It's what, it's what someone said back in the day. <laughs> There's songs about it and everything. Okay, so our- Someone who thinks music is too darn loud. <laughs> our round table. <laughs> someone who thinks music is just too darn loud. <laughs> no, to my right is the proprietor of Video Shock, Mr. Mike Kruger. That's me. And then across from me is Tina Simonian, our producer. Hey, guys. Jill of all trades. Thank you for having me back, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. Why are we back? Because we're here to talk about ghosts. 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 Mavericks. I'm assuming. Co-pilot. Do you want to play volleyball? Shirtless? Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this escalated so quickly. Yes. Dump them out. <laughs> yes, I do. Have fun, guys. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they're going you know, get us all together and throw around some ghost stories like an old campfire. This is our first one with four people on the mics. Yeah. So this now, one's exciting. I have a question, mm-hmm. if I may start it off. Let's go around and ask, do you believe in ghosts? That's yeah, That yeah. works for me. Okay. I'll start. Okay. I do. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, I do. I actually talked about it on the last podcast that I was on. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, definitely go back and listen to it because mm-hmm. I tell a ghost story on there too. But yeah, I, I'm not going to repeat it tonight. But yeah, definitely. But I you definitely, have more. You're allowed I to have breathe. So many more. Yeah, I will laugh about that forever. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. What about you, Mike? I'm skeptical. It's one of those things where until I see it before my eyes. I do not believe it, but I have seen evidence of a possibility. Okay. And also, um, real quick, uh, I grew up in an in a environment where my mom and dad always said, oh, yeah, it's a sure thing. It's definitely uh, a thing. Okay. You know? so, right. so you were brought but, up, not it wasn't even a question. Right, right. But like I said, I'm the type that unless it's right in front of my eyes, I'm eh, yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So if something does happen, are you trying to debunk it? Or you're like, no, oh, no, that's real. Oh, yeah. And like I said, I, I've seen... I'll just say I've seen evidence of stuff is just like that that cannot be explained yeah. as a thing is the unexplained. Yeah. Right. I would like to believe it's real because I love ghost stories. Sure. But, um, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I will say that when, when we get started, because I've told a couple of ghost stories. Right. I've had a few of semi-major events in my family. Today, I can only really share okay. little things that have happened, but, but repeatedly. Do you? 100%. Because right. the things that I've experienced, I genuinely have no explanation for. Uh-huh. But also, I've experienced them with other people who were to witness it and also have no explanation. Right. So it's one thing if you see or experience something alone, something totally different when it's like a group of people uh-huh. who have seen and heard the same things. That lends it a lot of credence for me. And when you've grown up around it, like I have, yeah, it's kind of hard to question anymore. Right. Well, if, if I may real quick, um, it's like, for example, I've seen... And not and not the Parker Brothers type. I've seen a real Ouija board work. Right. But until I see an actual ghost moving that thing around, sure. I, my brain tells me it's like, who's to say it's a ghost? Right. It could be something else. Yeah. Right. You know. It's like you're moving it. No, you're moving right. it. No, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And that's therein lies the eeriness. You right. know. Well, because you're gonna turn it off in your in your brain. I'm not touching it. Because it's all yeah, that's what makes right. it cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It's all suggestion. 
people are willing to believe suggestion. Yeah. You know, especially in a creepy environment. I, yeah, Ouija boards, I, I believe in them enough that it, I've said before in other episodes, I won't play them. Yeah. Yeah, I would never touch a Ouija board. Yeah, no, I've mm-hmm. I've I've had enough weird experiences to know that I'm I'm probably good not playing one. Yeah, I feel like if someone was messing with a Ouija board in a room, I'm the chicken. I would leave. I'm not getting killed. Mm-hmm. I'm bouncing. Even <laughs> if I don't die that night, I believe that somehow it'll come back to haunt me. I'm dipping. Well, let me poop on this party. Sure. Um, <laughs> poop away. I brought this, my this? I brought my tarp because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In my shop, I, I sell Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once in a while, you get a parent that's like, oh my God, I can't believe you're selling that. Um, <laughs> here's how I look at it. Since the 60s, literally tens of millions, if not more, have been made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've changed hands, sold to garage sales. People give them away to friends or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they worked, there'd be ghosts and demons everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. I definitely believe that it has the power that you give it. Which is why I will not play with them because yeah. I believe it and sure. it would definitely somehow come to life for yeah. me. Yeah. For sure. Me, it would. Yeah. I but like. I, I believe what Kruger's saying too is there'd be billions of doors opened. I agree. For things to just flood out and everyone would be having paranormal experiences all over the world all the time. Well, yeah. it's but, like the old argument you know. that, uh, you know, if ghosts are caused by traumatic experiences – Mm-hmm. Every hospital will be haunted up the yin-yang. Oh, yeah. You know. Hospitals, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you – I feel like if you look up haunted hospitals, there's a lot of them. Oh, there's tons. Yeah. I mean, most nurses and doctors and stuff say that there all sorts of weird stuff happens in those places all the mm-hmm. time. And I'll only say this because I've just worked in hospitals and I've worked on commercials and like with uh, – pictures we shot in a bunch of hospitals or mental institutions or just abandoned sort of medical buildings and everyone would always say that they felt like that area was super haunted mm-hmm. when, when, no matter where we went if it was associated with a lot of death right it's especially true abandoned places will mess with you tenfold yeah but again you know. i do believe it the power that you right it's it, your brain for sure, sure. Yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the things i'll tell you guys when it will get to me take it with a grain of salt Right. You know, I want to, I'm curious what your guys' interpretation is, but I will be 100% honest. No embellishments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just, you know, again, all of us feel free to jump in and bunk or debunk or, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm open to any interpretation. Oh, no. Please right. debunk mine. I know. I would love. Please. Man, we- okay. <laughs> I'm already intrigued. I'm like- <laughs> Please. Mine, I want you to. Yeah. Mine was in like group settings, like kind of like how you mentioned where there was so, like 20 people, 30 people, sometimes just two or three people to where it's like, we tr- we tried to debunk this. We yeah. tried to debunk it in the moment. And then it happened again, almost like mocking us in our faces. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait to hear your guys' story. Well, the, the okay. one that I'm going to tell is the only real experience I had that I can't explain. Okay. I know like going and, you know, messing around a cemetery late at night. You know, it could be an animal. It could be the wind. You know, it could be just anything. Yeah. But what we experienced, I just can't explain. And I've never experienced anything like this since. Or before. Yes. Okay. It was the one time and <clears throat> it was terrifying. Okay. Well, go girl. I'm yeah, going. <laughs> You're first. So I had a couple of buddies just for specific reasons. We're going to just not name names. That's okay. Right. So Larry, Curly, Mo, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, in total, there was... Six of us. And nice we were down in San Diego. Satanic number. <laughs> yeah. You're already a third of the way there. <laughs> we were in San Diego. I told you guys, you know, like I think I said on the podcast that we were doing a documentary about paranormal investigating. Yes. So these guys had it in their brain to go to a undisclosed location, not in California. Okay. But close to San Diego. I believe this place had shut down in the 70s. 
Now, when you say place, are we just talking like a cemetery? No. Well, they were pretty secretive about the location at first, so I'm sort of lending the same sort of suspense as to what it was. Okay. Okay. So we decided to make this track where you go down, to, you know, you go down to, to the border, mm-hmm. and you park and you walk in, and then you're we're walking for a while. Mm-hmm. And this was actually when Mexico. Was well, you're walking safe. to Mexico. Yes. Okay. Okay. Got it. And like I said, there's six of us. And it had to be after nine because we were going to stay the night at. Uh, one of their family members' friend's house or someone there in Mexico. Okay. We were definitely not coming back that night. We're walking for about 45 minutes to an hour. Then, like, out of nowhere, this fucking, this decrepit, dilapidated building appeared. Mm-hmm. And then it was brought to my attention that it was an, an abandoned mausoleum. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. <laughs> one entrance, one exit. Okay. So you go in. It was the only way out. You had to go back. Yeah. Gotcha. And so we all decided, you know what? Let's go in one at a time. And then one person wasn't going to go. And he was going to be off to the side. And whatever anyone experienced had to go whisper it to him. Wait, he's going to be outside the building? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So five stayed out. Only, only, only. Uh, you go in. Okay. Okay. One at a time. Got it. So one wasn't going to go in at all. Only five were going to go in. That would be my job. I was literally <laughs> going to say that would have been me. I'd be the one not playing with yeah. the Ouija board. I would have been so, right outside. I you guys was, have fun in there. Yeah. I was the first one. I'm like, you know what? Let me get it over with. Sure. So I'm going to go in first. I didn't just run right in. I had to like build myself up right. to go do this. Sure. As soon as we, I walked in, you could just smell must mm-hmm. and old. Not Not so much mold, but just it was a weird fucking smell. That's an old smell. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were, I want to say it was six. It might have been less, but I know there was at least like six aisles. Sounds um, like a pretty big mausoleum. No, it was it yeah. was big. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Riverside Mausoleum Mm-mm. No. at the cemetery, but it was comparable to that one. And it's a pretty big one. So I walked in and I went right to the middle, straight up. And I just sat there and they closed the door. And it was kind of one of those things where whatever happens, no one's coming in to get you. Did you have a light source? I did. Okay. But when I went in, of course I used it. But when I got in to the middle and I turned it off and I just sat there in the dark and they were quiet. No one was talking. And there is a, a big rule that we have where we don't mess with each other. Oh, there, there, sure. There's no pranks. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting in there. You'll hear things. Sure. Like the, you know, just normal shit. The building's settling. Yeah. Right. But I sat there for about five minutes and I clearly heard footsteps, but they were like dress shoes on concrete Mm -hmm. and they weren't, it was only a couple times. Mm -hmm. It was just like tap, 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 tap. And I was like, these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. better not be pulling this shit. So I stood up and I walked to the back and I went to the left. I shined the light down and I didn't see anything. So I was walking down and one of the crypts was open Mm -hmm. and I shined the light in because I fucking have to. You got to look. You have to. And all I really saw was clothes. I'm sure I would have seen more if I had really investigated, but that was enough to be like, yikes. Yeah. So as I'm looking, I heard the shoes again. I look up and I saw someone standing there, a man at the end of the mausoleum staring at me. From the direction that you came or yes. further down? No, from the direction that I just came. So you're gonna have to go toward him to get out. Yes. How do he look? So he was about five, eight, five, nine, slender. He had a big mustache mm-hmm. and he had a hat on. And he was in dark clothes. It might have been a suit. I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. I have to walk back towards this thing. Right. Because they were they were dead ends. 
Yeah. You know, I was like, oh my God, I'm stuck in here. So I just fucking charged it. And as I got closer, it wasn't there anymore. And then when I got real close to it, I smelled like a spice. Mm. I can't describe what kind of spice it was. It was told to me later on uh, by someone and it fucking freaked me out. But, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm going to stay. Because we were in there for, we had to be in there for like 10 minutes. I think it was 10 minutes. That was the dare? The set, a, set a yeah. timer. Like, no matter what happens, stay <clears> in for 10 minutes. But I'm like, I'm not sitting. I'm oh, gonna yeah. Fucking, I'm going to be walking yeah. around. Not get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. As I'm walking around, those footsteps, I could hear them behind me. I said, you know what? I think I'm fucking done. I was like, I, I don't think I can handle this. Yeah. So I start walking back out. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go real slow. And I'm going to try to get to the exit. Yeah. And hopefully by then, the 10 minutes will be up. As I'm getting close to the exit, this thing is very, like, close. I can feel this thing. Yeah. It was almost like a whoosh to me, like behind me. Yeah. I never turned around, but I could feel it. And it almost felt like if someone's walking behind you and they stop. Just that. Right. That right, right. That That's what it felt momentum. like. And I was fucking frozen. Yeah. I opened the door <laughs> and they were like, God damn, you're fucking brave. And I was like, what? It's like, like 15 minutes Shit. you stayed in there. And yeah. I was like, oh, great. Like, what's up with the radio? Like, okay, we're good. Yeah, you know, your yeah, 10 minutes yeah. is up. So I went over and I told my friend exactly. And just the one, right? Just the one. Yeah. And told him what I saw. And the whole time he's just like, there's no way, dude. So the challenge is to see other people go on to see if they see the same thing. That's why you're telling him yes. that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, if, it, you know? if there's okay. any cooperation. Right. So there's no, we all went in at the same time and we all saw the same right. thing. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, and I told him and he was just like, yeah, there's no way I'm going in there. There's no fucking way. Mm -hmm. One by one, everyone went in there. And the second to the last guy went in and he was in there for about 30 seconds. Shit. And he come screaming, tearing ass out of that place. And he came out, fucking fell, skin up his knees, like freaking out. Yeah. So we basically just start running. We're like, fuck this. We're done. We're hauling ass. We're trying to get as far away. Because remember, we're like on foot. And an hour from wherever Yeah, it was parked. about 45 minutes to an hour. I was going to say, that, was a, the, that yeah. was a hike. Yeah. But we did end up stopping and like kind of like gathering ourselves. Yeah. So one guy didn't even get a chance to go. Okay. Because of the, the last guy's freak out. Yeah. And the guy that knew everything said, let me guess. And told him. And the guy was like, yeah, that's what I saw. And it was a variation of the same thing. For each person. For each yeah. person. You know, it, it wasn't exactly to the T. One guy said no hat. But the funny thing was everyone smelled that weird spicy, like weird smell. Really? Yeah. Afterwards, we went back to the guy's house in like, in like Tijuana. Yeah. And one of their aunts was like, back in the day, they would put spices in the body for like, preservation and this and that whatever right, right. i was like oh my god yeah so i i don't know i'm like it was just a dude fucking around in there that's what i'm hoping it was right but the footsteps were just so sporadic there was nowhere for him to go right you know like so please help me <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's going on yeah what the fuck did i see down there i don't know bud yeah i don't know a ghost and this was in this had to be 2002. Okay. Long time ago. Thing is, though, 
you could almost write it off as someone fucking with you. That's what I want it to be. But the problem is you said you ran toward it full speed. And there was nothing there. And it disappeared. Yeah. I didn't see it like in my eyes disappear. I just knew that it was there. And when I started like, it was gone. So yeah, maybe something could have ran, but sure. Okay. Yeah. In an empty place, you wouldn't have heard it right But away. there was nothing. There was a, well, there's only one entrance and exit, so Correct. yeah, where would it go? Where yeah, would it yeah. go? Where would it go? It's not climbing in a fucking mausoleum. Like, we right. were looking in the crypt. We were looking. Yeah. You know? Because um, there weren't, I think there was only like three that were actually open right. in this place. Sure. But completely abandoned. And some of the graves were like fucking 1870. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like the yeah. graves outside, they were like wood. Oh, you know, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. That's cool. You know, it was, it was pretty well. Very, very unexplainable. I wanted it to be someone so bad. I, I, no, really, that's I really did. Pretty eerie. Pretty eerie stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, the thing is, even if it was a guy, that's pretty goddamn scary. That's just <laughs> a guy. <laughs> I was going to say, that's <laughs> just some dude in there fucking with right. people is not exactly a happy yeah. ending either. <clears throat> no. So. And you know what's weird is I didn't want to go. Because I was like, okay, it's one thing if we're going to like Riverside or somewhere in LA, you know. But I'm like, you guys want to go to fucking Mexico and do this shit? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm. and of course, this was before the passport and all that kind of shit. Right. You could just park and go over there. Sure. You know, and plus they had family yeah. like, over there. But, but I mean. Still, it's kind of not the place you want to fuck around and find no, out, no, you know. Yeah, no, there's so, there's really no. Great. So you didn't help me at all, thanks. No, not at all. In fact, <laughs> in fact it's probably worse. He was probably. In fact, we'll probably be in your room tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he heard you talk about it. <laughs> Thank you. That's gnarly. It, was no, it, it makes and, for a good story. And though, the thing is, know. is like, I've been other places and I've maybe seen something, but it's like, I don't know. I have seen at least two things. Okay. Okay. One of them, most of my experiences, because the thing is, I've lived in two or three different places, two houses that were built from the ground up. So we didn't follow anyone who moved out. Mm-hmm. We've always just owned the property. Shy of a ancient Indian burial ground that no one told us about. There's mm, well, again, <laughs> again with the uh, and the skinwalkers. I guess we'll. Yeah. I, okay. I, he gave me the uh, the native salute. <laughs> um, aside from that cliche, th- there's no explanation. Like we couldn't blame previous owners mm-hmm. for anything. Even when I was a kid, I did tell the story about hearing footsteps up and down the hall. One night we heard all the cups in the cupboard moving around. You opened it up. All of them were upside down. We don't, we didn't do that, but you could hear the clinking and all this. And first thing you think is, oh God, is there like a mouse or, you know, is there something in there? You open it up. Nope. Everything is perfectly upside down in rows. I would have run out immediately. I would rather have a ghost than mice. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one, bud. But it was just like, we didn't do that. So... Aside from the occasional footsteps or weird things in the cupboards, we we moved in the mid-90s to our house where my parents live now, and we they've been there for over 30 years now. Nothing ceased. Whatever was in the old house came with us and kind of made us think maybe it's family. Okay. Maybe there's a relative that just pops in to visit or something because it's never been anything malevolent okay you know there's no no one's ever been hurt no one's ever been scratched nothing scary it's just weird yeah the most common thing we would hear is footsteps that sound like a kid running barefoot because there's hardwood floors at the house okay this would be before like all of us were grown and moved out my parents would hear it 
when my family moved in, after having some hard times, I heard it once or twice, and I, I heard it distinctly and got up looking for my kids, like, what are you doing out of bed? Both of them saw in logs. You know, nothing misplaced, nothing, they're out. But it was the distinct sound of little feet on hardwood floor. Mm -hmm. All of us have experienced that. When Jacob was born, he had my old room, and he had his crib, and there was a twin bed by the window. Jake was one of those that he didn't necessarily need to be held at night, but he would cry until someone at least fell asleep in there with him. Sometimes we would take shifts where it was like, I'll lay down in there for a little bit until he passes out. I was laying on this bed and I had my back to him, to the room, I guess, facing the wall. I felt the bed down by my feet compress like someone sat down. And I rolled over thinking, it's Amanda, just here to relieve me or whatever. I'll, I'll take it kind of thing. Nobody's there. You know, I was wide awake. I was just laying there waiting for him to get quiet. But you could feel, and you you could hear the springs. Did you see the compression? No, but I could feel it. And I heard, I could hear the springs of the, the mattress go. Yeah. Literally just thought someone came in and sat down to just kind of go, go ahead. Wow. You know, get out of here. And I rolled over and was like, oh, what the fuck? Nobody. So stuff like that happens often. Still mm -hmm. does. Yeah. In a given year, we probably have three or four solid, inexplicable occurrences. Now, is anyone in the house afraid? No. We kept it from the kids for a long time. They, they still don't know? Uh, no, they do now. Oh, okay. But we, you know, it's because at some point they'll experience something and run in the room and be like, Oh, I guess we got to tell them, you know, it's like, that's, <laughs> that's pretty normal. Okay. Yeah. We've been dealing with it for years and wow. So nobody's scared of it. Well, that's cool. Right. Especially so it's, for yeah, kids. Yeah. it's Especially more, for kids. it's more fascinating than anything. But like I said, no, no one's, nothing's been crazy. You know, nothing's banging on doors yeah. or, you know, drawers being pulled out. And right. All nothing crazy like that. It's just the occasional footsteps. Everybody in the house, every adult in the house has felt the bed. Oh, really? Huh. In fact, when I came out and said, did anyone come in? They were like, no. And I said, I swear it felt like someone sat down. And like my parents exchanged looks and they that's were like. That's like a grandma. Yeah. It is. And it's that's what makes me think it's somebody close to us. Yeah, just coming in to sit with you. Just yeah. check just, on you. Just checking in. Or the <clears throat> devil. Or <laughs> Satan. <laughs> you know, yeah. Could you know, be? when you first said <clears throat> someone was flipping your cups upside down. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike, do you think I should get rid of my heavy metal shirts? <laughs> <laughs> Play them records backwards. Yeah. What happens? Are yeah. the well, he's the guy. <laughs> he's the guy. He is the guy. Wow. You, you were saying though about the cups. Yeah. I thought, as soon as you told the cup story, I was thinking, oh, it's some old lady who's just like, oh, put my cups right side yeah, up. Let the, dust my, get inside of them. My I just mother for goddamn cups. Yeah. Right <laughs> Who keeps flipping my cups right side up? She's like, these heathens. Um, <laughs> But the one time I did actually see something, my dad told me of one instance where he was finishing the basement. We, we we could have paid extra and bought the house with a finished basement. He was like, fuck it, I'll do it myself, kind of thing. He was laying trim mm -hmm. on the drywall. Nobody was home, and he didn't know that. And he said he could see the shadow come up behind him on the wall. And he went, did you guys forget something? And turned around, and there was nobody there. Because oh. he knew we were going to leave, but he didn't think we had. Right. And he went upstairs and was like, oh, they've been long gone. 
what the fuck was that? <laughs> you yeah. know, that kind of thing. It was the devil. It was the devil. <laughs> the devil, you know, old pitch, <laughs> you know, critiquing his, uh, you know, his, 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 his work, his work. <laughs> drywall looks Cause terrible. he's like, you know, cause the devil, he does hate carpenters. He does hate carpenters. <laughs> oh, this oh is God. a true story. That was a good pull. Oh. Yeah. That one might be, I, I might give you guys that one. He was just like, you wow. fool. Fool. Wow. So Foolish <clears throat> you've never been like freaked out by any of that stuff. A, a little when it was first happening. But okay. like I yeah, said, when you first saw it. It's yeah. Pretty yeah. yeah. And the thing is, I was experiencing. But it never escalated. It kind of always stayed that it way. It always stayed on an even keel. The last thing I'm going to tell you that I, the thing that I saw, this happened well after many, many occurrences. Okay. My grandfather passed away maybe two to three months after Maddie was born. So she was born in April. He might have died like in July, something mm-hmm. like that. So it was pretty fresh. At the time I was out of work and my dad was just, it was a Saturday. He was just like, why don't you just bring the kid over and we'll hang out, watch a movie, whatever, order a pizza. I said, sure. So I loaded Maddie up in the car seat, drove over there. And when I came in the house, it was one of those car seats you could just bring her in with you and then unbuckle her. I put her on the couch in the car seat and dad goes, I'll be right back. I'm going to change clothes. I was like, okay. From where I was standing, I'm looking down at Maddie here. His bedroom is to the right diagonal. And I could see him walk. As soon as he left my peripheral, I see someone lean out. Almost like he forgot something and was going to tell me something. You know, just kind of, oh, by the way, that kind of a lean. Except my dad was wearing a U of M Maison Blue sweater. And this was a red flannel. In the peripheral, I could see dark jet black hair. Almost as soon as it registered, it was gone. Like it, as almost as soon as I turned, nothing. But I saw it clear as day because I thought dad had spun around at the last second and was about to tell me something. So it's gone and I go, shit. So I, I take Maddie out of a car seat and I, I pick her up and I walk right to that bedroom. I'm just going to be like, dad. When I went in, he was in the bathroom. And I hear the shower running. Oh. So not only was he no longer in that bedroom, but he was taking a shower. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. So he comes out and I go, dad, I I saw something. And he goes, what? You know, at this point, when one of us says that, it's like, oh, what did you see? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I said, dad, I'm not going to lie to you. I said, I saw red flannel shirt and jet black hair. And he kind of stops and he goes, goes into the kitchen digs through something, comes back with a Polaroid of my grandfather when he was young. Red flannel shirt, black hair. And I said, uh, well. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't scary, but it was almost like he just passed. Right. And And this was his father. This was his father. And my dad was basically like, he's just checking in. Yeah. And I said, cool, you know. But that was the only time I visually saw saw something. something. You guys have heard the theories of psychic imprints, right? Yes. Yeah, that's possibility and that, that is, is where, yeah 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 basically someone's they basically they they leave a recording behind yes mm-hmm. and oh, you know that's why got you. Okay. which which explains why when people try to talk to ghosts they don't react okay because okay. they're basically watching a recording it's a memory that's oh, yeah okay. that's in place yeah. you know but i did think it was funny that hmm. if that was my grandfather he came back young yeah because my grandfather when he passed it was like the Godfather, yeah. you know. He was he was your old school Italian, slicked back white hair, you know, um, heavy set. 
but he looked like he did as a teenager to twenties ish. Hmm. And, uh, I, I swear it was a second and a half, but I recorded enough info in my head in that peripheral that was like, I could give you a description. Right. And apparently I described a photo that I'd never even seen before. Wow. It was wild. And it was just one of those things where it's not scary. And especially for my dad, having just lost his father, it was a comfort yeah, to him. Yeah. It was kind of like, he's he's still around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was cool. And it was just one of those deals. Other than that, when before we, when Maddie was a toddler and we were living in our house, we had the monitor in her room that was a camera. Mm-hmm. And we were watching her stand up in her crib and just jib jab at nothing. And I remember me and Amanda going in there and going, Maddie, go to sleep. And she goes, I'm talking to Papa. (laughs) And I said, where's Papa? And she points to the corner of the room and then she starts moving with it. She's looking at us like, you don't see, you know, she's looking at us like, look. And me and Amanda looked at each other like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? But it was like, she's, she's a toddler. She's. Clearly not lying. Yeah. You know, but it was just one of those deals where she was giggling and laughing and talking to somebody. And she said it was Papa. And it's like, we weren't telling her this stuff. She Mm -hmm. wasn't even cognizant that he had died. She was an infant when he had passed. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's inexplicable, but it's not scary. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in a disappointing way for this episode, I didn't have anything scary to say this time. But it is inexplicable to me. And I have, like Kruger was saying, I've thought of psychic imprints. I've thought of energy. Uh, we don't know what our... Well, I think in a lot of cases, the psychic imprint thing is the best explanation. Could be. Well, for example, they say like, you know, every night at midnight, I see a woman in a bridal gown coming down the stairs. Yeah. The reason why she's always coming down the stairs is it's a recording playing itself over and over. Right. And, right. you know, it's just like, of course, there's no proof of any of this. Right. I like to think scientific mind that mm-hmm. that makes more sense and it's like it's from beyond the grave you know <laughs> sure. it's like yeah 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 sure but even that you know psychic imprints oh it's terrifying it's i don't want to see terrifying. some fucking bride walking down my stairs or no it's, it's, a, it's a terrifying thought and it's it's even more terrifying to think that could your mind be strong enough to project you know what i oh, mean it could be yeah, yeah. because yeah. some people they claim poltergeist activity above right. all else telekinesis is telekinesis yeah, yeah. of a teenager, usually. A younger person in the house with high hormonal yeah. trauma, yeah. you know, vibes, whatever, can cause shit to fling. Stuff fly off the wall, doors to slam. And, you know, that they, they, they've said for years, we only use how much of our brain? What percentage? Like, it's, it's a drop in a bucket. Yeah. Who knows what we inadvertently cause out of our control? So, I mean, that's science. Mm-hmm. It's not common science. But that's it's, why it's the unexplained. It's, Nobody that's, knows. That's exactly why yep. it's the yep. unexplained. So, yep. I mean, I it, it could be anything, but too many weird things have happened that I'm like, I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I right. really don't know what to say. I can't defend it. I can't refute it. But when other people experience similar things and report back to you, it's yeah. like, well... Yeah. It's to me, it's just something that I'd love to find out someday. Right. If there's anything after this, give me the teacher's edition so I know exactly <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> happened when I was on earth. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, yeah, I would love to, th- I'd love for someday to know what any of that means. Uh-huh. Because 
I have nothing. And then like Mike, I'm, I'm a skeptic. I'm not one of those who's like, I guarantee there's aliens out there, but I'm also the guy who says we'll never be able to explore space all the way. Oh yeah. Right. And, yeah, it, yeah, and it's impossible. And, yeah. it's, ex- and it's extremely yeah. arrogant to assume that we're the only mm-hmm. yeah. beings in this mass universe, you know? So I don't believe in aliens, but I don't believe that there aren't. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's again, the unexplained. So, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily frightening, but it's certainly fucking weird. Definitely you know, weird. Sure is. Definitely weird. Especially since you guys are all experiencing stuff in the house. Yes. Right. Yes. And it's been for a while. It's not like, oh, just a year or two. Right. Or right, a couple right. of months. And it, you said it followed. It followed, it did. yeah. It yeah. did. In fact, more activity happened at the newer house than in the old one. Hmm. So it, it kind of ramped up. Again, nothing threatening. Nothing scary. Nothing. Classic like... demonic possession. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every now and again, I'd Where's wake... Ed and Lorraine when yeah. you need them? Yeah. Every now and again, I'd wake up and then... Six feet under. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> my nose is like six inches from the ceiling. Yeah. I don't know how I got up here. Yeah. You oh know, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, so. Is it my turn? It's, it's your turn. turn. Let's go. You know, Man, you're... I started out as a skeptic, and I don't even know how, because I grew up in an elderly care facility, and my mom got a hospice waiver, so she wouldn't take on hospice patients but she got the waiver because she'd heard a couple stories where people from our facility would get to the point where they'd end up having to go to the hospital or something and they'd be about to pass away and they'd literally be calling for my mom which was really sad Mm. so my mom got a hospice waiver so they could at least die at home peacefully you know because that's what they were used to that's you know yeah you you want to die in comfort i would imagine right and these people they lived with us for like five years minimum Five really? to fifty, yeah, oh, wow. five to fifteen years. Some of them. My <laughs> oh, mom, like, crazy. yeah, my mom, like, really did not let these people die. She <laughs> brought someone in on hospice and took them off hospice and re- made them recover and sent them home. Oh wow! Because yeah, usually hospice is like your last. You're dead. Right, yeah. yeah. So yeah. basically, what she did was like grind up all these fruits and veggies and like spoon feed them. Mm-hmm. Just to get them nutrients and literally brought her back from hospice. It's wow. literally insane. Yeah. I know. Well, that's an anti-ghost story. I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. But a few people did die in the home. I was haunted by lying <laughs> people. <laughs> get to the good stuff. So the few people that did die, there was only one that really stood out because she was an angry lady. And she would always throw her remote control like across the room. Mm-hmm. Especially if she didn't get something. Like she asked for it and we were like, yeah, we'll get it for you in one second. And she'd get upset and be like, Fuck oh, get it for me now. Time. Yeah, yeah, get it for me now. And she'd throw her remote. Yeah. And all these people have Alzheimer's and dementia. So, you know, you, you have to be nice to them. Right. You yeah. Know? So uh, that same old lady would walk around the house at night. would scare the hell out of me. Because in the middle of the night, pitch black, she would like walk around the hallways. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like half asleep and I'd wake up and see her. And be like, how did you get into yeah. my room? Honestly, You're supposed to be in your room. Yeah, yeah. it's almost scarier than ghosts. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I grew up not believing in them sure. because I was like, oh, these people all have Alzheimer's. They all have dementia. If they talk to me about seeing something, they're not actually seeing something. They, right. They're just, right. you know, not clearly all there. She would come up to me and she'd ask me things like, oh, who's your friend that's sitting next to you? And I'd be like, who? And she'd be like, this, the, the nice lady in the white gown. And I'd be like, oh, that's just my friend. Yeah, We're just right. having a sleepover. <laughs> Thanks for checking in on us. We'll see you later. And she right. would just go back to her room right, right, and right. I would just gather my things and leave Humor the room. Her, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, that's weird. But just I wouldn't actually think it was a ghost. Keep because, it cool. Keep it cool. Right. right. And I still kind of am like, yeah, you know, maybe it was the Alzheimer's. But now that I think back. She passed away, and even after she passed away, we would walk past that room every so often. It stayed empty for a little while, and the remote control would go flying across the room with <laughs> nobody in that room. And all of us saw it, 
separately at different times and it would happen all the time and it would just launch from sitting to it would launch yeah from the bed straight into the wall to where it's like there's nobody in the room yeah how could that possibly happen so i mean that's kind of where i thought maybe there's something weird but being raised a jehovah's witness i was told to always just ignore it right you know move on from it Mm -hmm. it's just what remotes do yeah, yeah. remotes yeah. just fly across the room. This That's is how why they tell- always lost. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is how <laughs> this is how they tell you they need batteries, yeah. right? <laughs> and again, I always just like yeah, whatever. I mean, I had a friend who her home it was on um, somewhere. I feel like all of Fresno was haunted because she her home was above a dungeon uh, right underneath her home. Fucking Can hell. you please explain that? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey, so, tell. yeah. no, I'll, yeah, for sure. So you'd walk down, you'd open this door in her home and walk down these really steep steps. You'd walk down, kind of go to the left, walk down, and maybe like five more steps. And then and the you'd enter, jumped up out of the coffin. <laughs> you would enter a bricked up room. like a Well, that's how dungeon. the basements are in uh, like small towns, Missouri. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you'd open her, like the closet door and there was like a bar where they would like hang people. No shit. Yeah. Oh, like nice. there, there was remnants of an actual dungeon inside of the bottom of that home. I want to go. So creepy. <laughs> so creepy. And she and her whole family would always talk about ghost stories inside their home. Like her mom would always see like an elderly woman in their kitchen. There was an older gentleman who was hanging out in her little brother's room. And then I saw something in their bathroom one time, like in the corner of their shower, like long black hair, this white figure. Oof. Like we made eye contact. Like I saw that thing. Oh, but I wow. was like, ah, just pretend like it's not there. Wash my hands, left. Went <laughs> went and told her, hey, is there something in your bathroom? And she, she was like, yeah, yeah, there is. I never told you. But yeah, you know, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff roaming around in this house. And it's crazy to me that she still lives in this house. Like her parents gave her that home. So she's an adult living in this home. And I wonder sure. what kind of crazy oh, wow. story she, has, she says now. But even then, I didn't believe in it. For some reason, I've seen all this stuff, but I was just such a huge skeptic. So it was night- when I worked Nightmare Theater. We worked at the Veterans Memorial Auditorium. It's just this giant building. It was made in 1936, so it's very old. And it just houses all of this old memorabilia from wars, from just people. But hmm. a lot of war stuff. Lots of lots of war stuff because it's a veteran's. Right. Memorial Auditorium. Just to back you up a little bit, Nightmare Theater. Are we talking about a movie? The movie Nightmare Theater. So or? Nightmare Theater. It was like a live, interactive, like play, haunted house kind of a thing. Okay. Yeah. So you go into it, and each little section you go to, there's a group of actors that kind of do a monologue and guide you through the rest of the the thing, and then some there's scare actors that pop out here and there. Gotcha. So this wasn't a film you were working on. It was or, not. No. Gotcha. It was uh, based off of the <clears throat> film The Gallows. So okay. it was all themed The Gallows. Okay. Sure. So we were. A group of like probably 60 people and we were all inside of this auditorium that was clearly ha- was housing lots of things that could have had spirits in them. Sure. And we're cl- – I mean we're definitely doing like a haunted theme. So, you know, we're provoking things for sure mm. if you believe in that at all. So the wardrobe lady had already told us – she worked there full time um, at the v- Veterans Memorial Auditorium. I guess they did plays and stuff and she was their wardrobe person full time. So she had told us, oh, yeah, this place is totally haunted. The bathroom doors close, open and close by themselves all the time. They flush by themselves all the time. Um, You hear people running through the halls all the time. And sure enough, day one, like we walk into the bathrooms and doors are just slamming. I mean, we're seven feet away from the doors, but they're just going crazy, slamming open and shut. All all of them, bathrooms, Mm -hmm. toilets are being flushed. Insane. So we just chalked it up to homeless people or plumbing problems or... 
Because, you know, we don't want to believe that right, we're right, chilling right, with right, like right. 20 ghosts. Right. There's yeah. so Cleaning much stuff, yeah. stuff happening. There was a lot of restrooms in that place. And one of them had probably 20 stalls. And each of them would go off. It was wow. nuts. All so e- so even as a prankster, you'd have to be working pretty fucking hard. Yeah, yeah to definitely. Pull, to pull all of this off. Yeah, there was so much. My area that I was working in was with one other person. I was working in the bottom area. He was working like a flight and a half of stairs above me. And we had this little skit where he was a ringleader to – not ringleader. Ring – what is it called? I think it's ringleader to a circus. The yeah, ringleader. Ring yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. He was the ringleader. Ringmaster. Ringmaster. Ring so I knew there it was a ringleader. Ringmaster. And I played like a weird little clown. Ringleaders are criminals. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. So I was in the bottom area and I would do this little monologue and send the people upstairs to his area. And he would do his monologue and he'd send them into the fi- finale, like the gallows hanging part. Yeah. that's That was our area. We always worked it. So whenever people were going around a second time, we wanted the show to be different. So he and I would switch spots. I had a mask I'd put on, a red cloak I'd throw on. So I'd become a completely different character. I'd run upstairs. He'd go downstairs. So he kept telling me, these doors keep opening and closing, opening and closing. And I was like, bro, because he was, he was doing it. He was opening right. and closing these doors and, and to scare people when I would send them upstairs. And I told him, stop doing that. It's like you're messing with the door frame. You're, yeah. you're, you're breaking the door frame. You're making it to where the door frame is like crooked or something now. And it's like slamming shut on you. So keep in mind, there's no breeze up there. It's mm. hot. We're all sweating, just drenched, soaking in sweat. So there's no reason for the doors to be opening and closing by themselves. Right. No drafts. There's no, no drafts. No whatever. nothing. So <clears throat> one of the times we switched spots, I went upstairs. He was in the lower le- level and I was just waiting for people to walk by. And the doors started opening and closing by themselves. And I got really freaked out. And he told me, just grab whatever chair is in that room. Because I think there was like three or four rooms up there. He said, grab one of the chairs and just put it in the doorway and block the door from slamming shut. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, sure. So I grabbed the door. I mean, I grabbed the chair. I put it right in, right in the middle of the doorway. And I walked back to my spot. And I look back over at the door. And the chair moves back, like scooches back, like two feet. <laughs> Two to three feet, just scooches back by itself. And I'm the only one up there. There's nothing else up mm-hmm. there. So something moved that chair and something was for sure slamming those doors. I ran so fast down those oh, yeah. stairs. Yeah. I, I flew down I, the oh, first step. Oh, look, it's fuck this o'clock. <laughs> I, I, I gotta go. Yeah, there was probably maybe like six or eight steps that I literally just leapt. Sure, like yeah. Do- deer right <laughs> over them. And then like one Show step, two over. step. Yeah. Grand yeah, yeah. yeah. yep. I was done. I sent him back up. As soon as that night was over, I went over to like the main manager and told him, I'm not working. I'm not working up there again. Sorry. Uh, so he said, okay, that's fine. I'll send you to a different area. So he sent me to um, the theater room one night because someone was missing that night. So I yeah. went into the theater room and that was another area. I would try to like walk through uh, in between theater seats mm-hmm. and the theater seats would just open. And right as I'm about to walk or anyone would walk in front of it, the theater seat would open. So you'd run into it and fall. Yeah. So our calves and sh- our shins were just gone. Mm. By the end of just the from repetitive yeah you know, constantly yeah. Right. and it was always random places and they you know everyone's like oh it's just the seats are old but no that no that makes no sense that it's happening every single time that we're there it's just odd right yeah uh and then we were all walking through there's like 30 of us i think we were all walking through that main auditorium room 
And we all look up because there's two giant, I mean like 50 foot chandeliers, huge chandeliers just shaking back and forth. Oh, geez. Yeah. Insane. Precarious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not stand under here. And no draft or anything. No. Right. Of course not. No. It's so hot in Fresno. There's never a draft. (laughs) So it's like 115 year round. Right. Uh, And then... But that that theater room was just temporary. So he moved me to another area with a bunch of lockers. And the lockers were put in there. There weren't lockers in that room originally. Like we brought the lockers in and set them all up. Mm. And those lockers kept opening and closing. And then one day the locker like started to fall. And it was like me and three other people. So we grabbed the locker, shoved it back up. And then I went up to the manager and was like, never mind. I'll go back upstairs. I'll go back to the door slamming. That's better than like (laughs) a giant locker falling on top of me. Yeah, I don't need to be crushed. Yeah. So I switched. I went back and just... I told the guy, like, I just refused to go back upstairs. Or if I did go back upstairs, I'd just hang out by the theater door, like, as far away from those other doors as possible. Sure. And, of course, we all kind of – we didn't really talk about it too much because we all didn't spend too much time with each other. And we all realized once we, we would, like, break for lunch, we would all just go sit. None of us would talk to each other ever. We would all just sit there in silence. So after we would leave, we'd kind of all get our energy back a little bit more. And they started – I didn't realize this, but they were doing podcasts every single night after. Mm. So if you find the old like Nightmare Theater podcast, there's so many ghost stories. Because like I said, there was like 60 people working there and all of us have ghost oh, nice. stories. Something happened to everybody to at every some point. To every single person. One yeah. of my friends, she like hid in a room. It was, it was a room. It was a big room and it had lots of stuff in it. She was hiding in that room. And when she'd hear people walk by, she would burst out of the room, do her little monologue and send people away. So when she burst out of the room, did her little monologue, sent people away, an older woman came out of that room from right behind her. And she told the old lady, you're not supposed to be here. You know, if you're if you're here to see the show, you know, your group has already gone by. Let me show you where the exit is. So she walks this lady over to the exit. You see her open the curtain on the cameras because there's like cameras everywhere. So the security watched her open the curtains let this lady out. There's no lady on the camera. Right. Oh, wow. Opens like the main doors and you see light stream through the, you know, through the cameras. Mm-hmm. It was still kind of daylight out. So you see the light stream through, but you don't see the lady. So you see that girl. And you, you see the one that was helping right. her. Yeah. You see the girl that was helping her, the employee, but you don't see this older woman. <laughs> but that's wild. she's, you know, we see her on the camera talking to somebody. Right. Yeah. Right. So, she's doing the motions of. Of talking to somebody. Yeah, yeah, she's talking to somebody. And yeah. I know there was, um, when I told you guys the story a few weeks ago about the uh, Sanger Herald, that's the, I met that uh, medium family there at Nightmare Theater. And they had had experiences there, which is how I knew they were a whole medium family, which is why I brought them onto that show. Wow. But that Nightmare Theater is really what set off my belief in, okay, I think ghosts might exist after all of this. Right. After seeing Well, that's, that's a hell of a lot of activity. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot of evidence. Yeah. 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 And it was, and there were so many of us. That's and pretty we wild. could all vouch for each other. Most of us were there witnessing the things with each other. And it was also so weird that we had all of our energy just completely sucked out of us every single day until we left. As soon as we left, we were kind of all fine again. We weird. were, had our energy back. We were fine. But when I tell you, we, I mean, it could have been the heat. Could have been the heat. But we were all of us. The just heat would nodding. definitely play a factor. Yeah. But... 
I don't know. We would they would like get pizzas for us and stuff, and we'd all just grab a slice and just sit there in silence. In we'd silence, take, take like... a bite, just in silence. We just couldn't talk to each other, and it never registered in any of our brains. We're not talking to each other. Just sounds like you hate each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until after we'd leave, and yeah. everything was fine. Yeah. Everyone would go hang out. They do podcasts after the show. That's like you're, you know, you're George Lutz. He's just chopping wood. Yeah. Waking yeah. up at three fifteen, but if he's not at home, he's Good old fashioned George again, right. you yeah. know. No, yeah. that's pretty wild. That's yeah, really... it was nuts. It like was an, uh, an oppressive presence. Yeah, yeah. that one sounds yeah. like it didn't want you there. Yeah. Whatever it was, definitely we were not. And how long? There. How long were you there? I want to say two months. Jeez, that's a long, that's time, a long time to put up with that. Maybe shit. a month and a half. Yeah, because we rehearsed for quite a few weeks before we actually, and we also helped set up. So the people who worked the worked it were like crew and everything as well. So we helped build it. We helped set everything mm. up. And then we went and learned all our lines. And then so, some people didn't have too many like big lines. Some people were just in costumes set in a certain area. And all you had to do was just like pop out or chase someone. Sure. Like there were a lot of characters of the person, like the, the villain from the gallows, like in the, in the hood. In the, the hood. Yeah. yeah. Just running around after people. Like he'd pop up in one area. Like right in front of you, and then he'd pop up like all the way down in the hallway. You know, we'd have like three actors. Right, sure. Just so is this still going on? No, they did it the one year, and I think, I think what they told me was the permitting was just so difficult mm. to get it done because it was such a big space or something. I don't know mm -hmm. all the details, but they were just so exhausted, and just they kind of a one and done then. Yeah, they think they wanted to concentrate on truly, like concentrate on like filmmaking more. Were the Gallows movies actually shot in that location? The first one was. Okay. And I think it says it's shot in a high school, but it's shot at the Veterans Memorial Auditorium. I think it takes place at a high school, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 The movie takes place in a high school, but it's shot. I think the whole movie is shot at. At the, that location. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's cool. The second one just trailed off. It was something completely different. Right. Yeah. It was. Mm -hmm. Took place in somewhere hmm. completely different. But yeah. Yeah. Absolutely insane. It's pretty I know, fascinating. Yeah. It had a lot of other things. Little things happen here and there. Like I said, before this experience. Like I'd have weird things happening at like three in the morning in the middle of the night, but I always just Where? talked it up. Where? And when I lived up in the mountains. Oh, okay. Yeah. The house I lived in had burned down and unfortunately there were two little puppies inside the house that burned. And so you had ghost away. dogs? I was so, just going to say that. So. <laughs> God damn it. So I thought that was crazy. I was like, there's no ghost dogs. I still don't believe the there was the a ghost dog. Yeah, I still don't believe it. But the, I mean, clearly these people loved their dogs, and it's really sad that they passed Poor away. Obviously, they did it. The little yeah, fire. No, they did because I bought the house. And Who wants they had... a couple of hot dogs? Oh, mm -hmm. gross! Gross. They were like, "Fuck them dogs." Because uh, they had little portraits of their dogs painted into random pieces of tile, like all over the house. Mm, that's normal. Oh, they sound like yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. No, they really loved their dogs. Really Apparently. loved them. But every morning at seems 3 like a good way to, hand, to handle your guilt. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously, definitely a lot of guilt for sure. So they, um, so at three in the morning, something would always mess with our toilet in the guest guest bathroom. Taco and, Bell. And, yeah. <laughs> So many jokes to make about Taco Bell, but I'm just not going to make them because so, I like Taco Bell. But they don't sponsor us, by the way. Just, yeah, but I'm hoping that know. they. I, I'm hoping that they do one day. This is, this is a Noggles podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but yeah, it sounded like something was just 
messing with the toilet, almost like lifting the toilet seat just a little tiny bit every morning for like 45 minutes. It would keep me up every morning. It would start at three and just go for a long time. You never checked it? No, I would. I would get up and check it and I would never see anything. So, yeah, see, if it was New York, it had just been a rat. Yeah. Right? Right? I thought Gators. just, you know what? I Gators was like, and, yeah. I, I was just like, it's plumbing issues. It's Chuds. not a big deal. Whatever. Yep. Yeah, it, it only happens every morning at 3 a.m., but was it's not a ghoulie? No big deal. It was a ghoulie. That's what we're, that's <laughs> what we're talking it up to. Little green man in suspenders. So I never thought it was dogs until I had a friend of mine spend the night, and I was in my room brushing my teeth or something, and she was, she, she was in the living room. So I don't know why she would have thought that it was me or my dogs. <laughs> But she texted me and she said, did you let your dogs into the living room? And of course, I texted her back, no. You know, I'm brushing my teeth. Like, my dogs are well, Who let like, the dogs out? Fucking yeah. 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 I want to step back, bitch. So, I brush my teeth. Right? Oh. Yeah. I, well, I was just thinking, no, you know, no, they're, no, they're like kennelled. We have so, our own show going on. You do. You do. I'm just, the show is all mine now. It's all by myself. <laughs> but um, she said that one of my dogs, which they didn't, she said one of my dogs ran down the hallway through the room and ran up and jumped on the couch right next to her. But when she looked over, there was no dog there. So she assumed my dog ran up, jumped next to her, and then like jumped back down and ran She's back. She's like, you own something. a burnt up little dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he came in with some charcoal. Yeah. It smells oh, weird in here. No. Why does it smell like a birthday cake just got blown out? Oh my God. Oh, good poor times. dogs. <laughs> Yeah. But even then, I didn't believe it. I was like, "No, you're just you're just crazy." Yep. But the thing is, you were brought up in a, you know, kind of a bubble where it was like, we told you it's not what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. or we were told, told just ignore it, ignore it. It'll go right. away, and it has never gone away. No, it, it's there's always been little things here and there that just happen randomly for no reason. Yeah. No, I don't know. That's crazy. pretty wild, though. Yep. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. want to kind of hunt down that podcast now. There, and I know it's out there. Nightmare Theater, just type in Nightmare Theater podcast or sure. Scary Nightmare Crew podcast. Mm-hmm. I know there's podcasts out there for sure for free that you could listen to for free. Yeah, but just they're, ev- they're everybody dishing on whatever the fuck they saw. Yeah. You know, yeah, that'd be and pretty it was cool. always different mm-hmm. people each night. I know I probably saw it sat in on a few. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one I sat in on. There was a girl who was horribly afraid of spri- spiders. And of course, we're doing this outside where there's trees and grass and a spider got on her and she like ran around trying to get the spider off of her. And you hear it on the podcast. You hear her screaming oh, in the wow. back of the house running around trying to get the spider off of her. So, yeah, they're definitely entertaining. If you can find them, send them my way because sure. I want to hear them too. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, the only thing I think is that you guys are all fucking crazy. You know? There. It's starting to sound like it was this. Everyone is this about ghost stories or are we pur- chocolate crazy? <laughs> are we yeah. purging our, our, you know? Yeah. That's why I say I feel I feel like all of Fresno is all of Fresno, Sanger, that whole area. There was just so much happening all the time. And well, like it the is more... a horrible, horrible place. That's so. true. <laughs> it is Satan's <laughs> armpit. <laughs> it is. It's the hottest part of California. It's horrible. I don't recommend it. Don't go. <laughs> but I won't. Yeah. Shit, won't cancel my plans. <laughs> yeah, please do. Okay, so it's like we saved the best for last. I think we did. Well, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> um, okay, so a little visual aid I'm going to show them for you listeners at home that won't see it. Um, I'll post it up on Instagram if you screenshot it and send well, it over to it's, me. Well, it's not a picture, but it's a Twitter post. The Cream Color Man. And it says, a new motion picture based on the true story of an extraterrestrial creature sighted in the Mojave Desert of Southern California, Hesperia. Now, this is like a shout out to all my high desert friends. 
all of us know this story like the back of our hands. So this isn't a new thing. This is oh, this is basically this isn't a ghost story. This would be a cryptid. Okay, and this okay. is nothing that I have witnessed with my own eyes. But we're gonna take it back to the 1980s. Okay. Sweet. So um, aha, my, uh, take on me. <laughs> Cue it up. My uh, buddies, uh, uh, Justin, Mike, and Frank. Justin and Frank to this day I still hang out with. They're in junior high, and uh, to 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 give everyone an idea, where I live up in the high desert in Asperia, it's a whole lot of open desert. Um, over the years, there's been some building up. There's been progress as far as, you know, like housing and, and uh, you know, everything. But uh, it's still, it's, it's very vast and very yeah. open. So 1980s, Frank, Justin, and Mike are in junior high. And they're staying the night at uh, Mike's house. Mike lives literally in the middle of nowhere, out in the desert. They're sitting in his room. It's, about, it's late at night. Justin is reading a magazine. Frank's putting out a record. And Mike's just kind of like laying back in his bed. At the same time, all three of them see this guy quickly peek into the window. And it's one of those things where they didn't see each other see him, but kind of in unison, it's like, did you see that? And I think I did. So they went outside the house and they looked around. They didn't see anything. And they, just, they looked all over the house, nothing. And, uh, you know, Justin's like, well, why'd you guys see? And Frank said, well, I saw this guy. It was like he was like a, you know, like I have the, like a hairless head, uh, you know, no eyebrows, no hair. And he was like this beige color. Mm-hmm. The other two is like, well, that's that's what I saw. So they like looked around, looked around. And Mike being, if you knew this guy, you'd understand. Come on out. I'm going to beat the shit out of you, you know. And, uh, <laughs> sure. Um, so anyways, nothing. Okay. So they told us the story of this as like, oh, wow, that's that's kind of freaky. You know, mm-hmm. like some nut job is like, you know. Peeking in on peeking people. Peeking in, yeah. you know. So we're going to fast forward to uh, probably about 2000, 2000, 2001. And um, – Justin's told the story over a period of years. 2000, 2001, I had my house on Willow Street. It was like the party house where everyone hung out. So our friends Pro, Dan, and Ryan are coming up from, uh, I believe they were at the Ontario Mills Mall. They're coming home to Sperry, coming back to my house to hang out because we're, you know, we're going to party. Now, um, to get to my house, you would exit Ranchero at the top of the Cone Pass. Now, back in the day, Ranchero is really built up now. But back in the day, Ranchero was like no street lights, just dirt, a couple stop signs. Mm. So they exit Ranchero. So the three of them are in this car. Now, let me give you a quick idea of these guys. Pro is like the type of guy that's like, oh, he kind of fucks around. Dan is incredibly serious, humorless, <laughs> uh, very, very, very intelligent guy. Um, he eventually went on to officer school, and now he's like stationed somewhere in South Africa doing like crazy government shit. Mm-hmm. But, but absolutely the type of guy where it's just like, you know, he doesn't fuck around. And he, then he's your Egon. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and Ryan is kind of just like a dude, you know. So, anyways, they come to the stop sign at I believe it was Maple and Ranchero. Lights are on to the car, it's night. There's this guy at the side of the road. And the way they described him, they said it looked like someone wearing a full body beige latex suit. Mm-hmm. Except and they're just like, what the hell? And but they when they looked at him, it's like his kneecaps were a reverse. Oh, like an ostrich? Yeah, like like, like a bird. Bent back? And they're just like, what are we looking at? And this thing in one stride cleared the street and bolted into the desert. So they come back to the house and they tell us, and we haven't discussed the Justin story in forever. And Justin's immediately like, that's that thing I saw. I know it is. So now, before I go further, here's the deal. You know, once again, like I said in the beginning, if I don't see it myself, I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Sure. But 
here's what became of this is over the years to this day to over 20 years later, I still talk to all these people and Dan, not so much to this day. Nobody has said, you know, we're, we were fucking around. Nobody's refuted it. The big thing is Ryan for at least the following year, if we were going to go out party or anything, you drove up to Ryan's front door and you picked him up because I don't go outside after dark because that thing's out there. Wow. So and hurt. this went on for like well over a year. Yeah. Wow. And, I would have um, moved. Yeah. And Dude the, the, the thing is, it's like, this is a long con. It's a hell of a long That's con. That's a hell of a long con. Yeah. So, um, and a lot of people in on it that didn't right, break. Right. And, and, and like I said, it's just like, if, if I got on the phone call pro right now, he'd be like, oh yeah, the cream colored man. And that, wow. that's what everyone described it as. It's like this cream colored man. That, that's, that's all they called it. I would rather have my ghost stories than yours. Pretty creepy. Yeah. So that was that. Flash forward a couple more years later. I had a friend named Corey. She grew up in Apple Valley. Uh, she got married and she moved to um, Gilroy, okay. Central California. So eventually Corey developed leukemia and she passed away. Aww. So we went up there for her funeral. And uh, during, I guess it's called the wake, we're hanging out afterwards. Now my buddy Thomas came down from uh, Portland. And this was like, you know, years after the whole incident with Ryan and Pro and them. Thomas came down from Portland and Thomas loves like gross stories and crazy stories. We were talking and like going back and forth. I hadn't seen it in a minute. In a minute. And I told him the, the, the cream colored man story. Now, keep in mind, Corey was from Hesperia, Apple Valley, still the high desert. So, of course, a lot of people, the funeral from the high desert. So, me and Thomas are talking and this woman pipes in and she's just like, you're talking about that yellow man with the, the bird legs. Oh, oh wow. And we're just like, oh, you see? And she's just like, oh, yeah, our, our dogs like ran it off in, in our backyard once. <gasps> and she's like, described it to a T. It's like hairless. It's just like had the crazy backwards kneecaps. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and it's just like- it. Yeah, yeah, it's just like That's it's like wild. Okay, so um, so after that, it's just like we, uh, it's like everyone started talking about it. It got to a point where my uh, my buddy Frank, he's just like, I want to like just get like you know cheap video camera and like make like a, a mini documentary about this thing. And uh, when he said that, which he never got around to doing, but when he said that, more people talked about it. And then next thing you know, like my friend works at Best Buy, fellow employees, it's like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yellow guy. Yeah, we've seen it. Oh, my God. You know, so he's, and, like, uh, he's like a town myth. He's like yeah, your yeah, slender, yeah, yeah, like, like a crypto. But he's the thing, your Slenderman kind of thing. Right, you know? but, but, but what I think what killed the story, though, at the end was this was over the past 20 years, they really, really built up Asperia. And um, now Ranchero is like, a, I mean, a, a main drag. I mean, full of traffic. There's three schools on it. It's just like after that, it just all kind of stopped. Yeah. But for like the longest time, it was just like, but, but it's crazy because one time I found this one Twitter post I just showed you guys, but at one, one time I Googled cream color man and like five things came up, you know, and it's like, it's, it's, it's insane. But so um, this wasn't like Travis Walton and, you know, right. it's, it's isolated to this little group. This right, was a right, community right. urban legend. And, and the thing is too, is like, I tell mm. everybody, it's just like, I'm the skeptic, you know, if I don't see it with my eyes, I don't believe it. But Ryan saw something. Yeah. You know, and whatever it was, he definitely saw something. Yeah. You know, so what was it? Because he was the, he was the one that he, he wouldn't waste his time bullshitting. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, well yeah, none of them would. And, and that's the thing is it's like, because trust me, back in the day, I would have like, you know, like a bullshit prank story or something. You know, you crack after a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, 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 you know, you just no, don't want to keep yeah. the facade going. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It don't yeah. last 20 years. Yeah. But, but decades a, later, these guys time. are just like, oh, oh, it's like, oh, absolutely not. They got the cream colored man. He's out there. You know, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. And what's funny is when you said that the place kind of progressed, it's, 
It's the same thing with nature. You start building and it flushes out right. Right. the animals. You don't see it anymore. So who knows? It could be. Or maybe, you know, right it was outside. it was this one thing that just died. Yeah. It could. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's out there dead in the desert somewhere. You know? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's completely unexplainable. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. But um, but it is. It really is a situation where if um you came up to the high desert and drove around, you'd be like, Oh, there's plenty of space for something to live up here. And no, no one wow. would just yeah. nobody you know. sees sure. it. Oh, the Mojave Desert has huge, you know. When yeah. I worked in the Mojave Desert, that was what they told us was not to leave our hotel room or not to go anywhere after dark because there's so much going on at night. Yeah. And they were just like, Well, oh, there's just things we can there's legends and stuff. We're not gonna tell you. Just don't leave your hotel room and don't wander because you're not gonna come back. <laughs> just trust us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, with the exception of main drags and, and uh, housing tracks, mm -hmm. you know, we, for the most part, we don't have streetlights. That's what they told me. They're like, there's nothing for you out there. Right. So just don't go. It's like being there. on the moon. Yeah. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's creepy, dude. That is yeah. crazy. It's pretty wild. Yep. So when that's you go, pretty when wild you go to bed that I, I tell everyone, yeah. old creamy's coming for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 So at home, if you're going to Google stuff, it's the cream yeah. colored man, Hesperia, Mojave yeah. Desert. Just going to keep the shades drawn. Well, <laughs> curtains closed. My, well, what's funny is my, my buddy, Matt, he's all, uh, he's just like, are we all cream colored? Isn't he just the man? <laughs> Isn't he just the <laughs> man? Not necessarily. <laughs> he's just a guy looking for his wheelchair. Right. Well, here's the thing. It's like <laughs> everyone of his friends have seen him. But not him. Yeah, and he was never around. Yeah. So what do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah there you go. Hey, no hair. Who <laughs> <laughs> do you think it really was? Yeah, like, where's Clark Kent when hey. Superman's yeah. not around? Look at his legs. Look at yep. his legs. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know what? That would be fucking crazy. Who would be down? Me. Yeah, one hundred percent to go up there. And oh, just, just kidding, kinda... not me. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, mic mic us up. Let's go. Because <laughs> that would be interesting. It would to go be. up there and just kind of. Sit around, you know, somewhere. And, and see, see. An, another big urban legend, which I don't believe it, but I heard it when I first moved up there. But for the longest time floating around, uh, you know, in junior high and high school, uh, remember Mark and Brian? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The, the local, you know, local DJs. 95.5. You know, in, yeah, yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> um, but supposedly there was a story because we have, we have bats like crazy mm -hmm. up in the high desert. And supposedly there's a story, there, there was a story about the, the, the big ass bat, you know, it's like this big, like six foot long bat. And um, and the, the the famous story was that uh, somebody was driving their car and on the phone, but once again, there were no cell phones back then. I guess they could have a car phone mm. and they were on the phone with Mark and Brian and this thing flew up right next to him and it was, you know, the whole incident was put on the radio. But yeah. it's one of those things where it's like a million people, oh yeah, I heard that, but- yeah. There's no evidence, yeah. but but the yeah. thing is, it's I, yeah, I just like a good story. Yeah, it's a cool story than it is. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Any of you yeah. guys have like legends where you're from like that? Mm, I'd really have to think on it. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, we have. There's something in Michigan called the uh, Magnetic Mansion, and there's it's this house out in um, I forget the city, but I mean it's in books and everything, mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be an abandoned and in incredibly haunted house huh. and uh i forget the reason why it's called the magnetic mansion but um it was popular enough that there's been publications about it yeah and uh i never really jumped down that rabbit hole but apparently huh. it's close enough that to my house that uh my brothers and i have talked about just hopping in the car and cruising up check there it one out day. yeah you should yeah you ever heard of the crispy ghost dogs of prather <laughs> i did just yeah. earlier <laughs> they exist well, I think that was cool. It was. Yeah. 
Oh, that was fun. Yeah, it yeah. was. Thanks, I guys. I absolutely just... freaked out. I'm going to be looking for some weird cream-colored man outside the window now, even He's though we're you. nowhere near the Mojave Desert. Walking on his ostrich legs. That's pretty fucking yeah, scary. Yeah, bird That legs? is pretty That's scary. That's what I mean. That it's, scary. A, it's an unsettling image. Yeah. Very. And I am glad we saved yours for last, because that too. was the creepiest, yeah, in my opinion. Sure. I'm stoked because I think... You guys are literally the only people I know that I've never told it to. So really? now everybody oh, knows. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Fucking super We're part cool. of the club. Yeah. It says, um, uh, my group of friends, this this story goes back decades. So they'll dig this then. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. That'll, sure. yeah. that'll be that's cool. super cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that'll, super cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Because it was the coolest story. Yeah. It was. No, not it was, to anyone it was, else's It was stories. scary. It was genuinely scary. Yeah. Well, that's what's funny. There were four stories. Everyone's was scary except for mine. So mine's the kick That's the can true. story yeah. <laughs> in, this, in this Twilight yeah. Zone yeah. movie. It's the one story. It's the friendly ghost. We, uh, it's the friendly story we, of the four. No, wow. definitely. My Avocado Lake story was the one that definitely. <laughs> oh, real quick, I do worst. have this though. I'll yeah. put this in here because we were talking earlier about do we believe in ghosts? And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I mentioned my parents always told me they were real. In my house growing up, the probably, probably the most disturbing thing was uh, my room was directly across my parents' room, right? In the very early 80s, I had a nephew named Shane, who when he was 10 years old, was hit on his bike by a car and then died. Oh, so um, flash forward, is it's, it's probably like the mid 90s. And I'm at home and I would stay up all night watching TV in my room. My parents would go to bed early. Yeah. So my room's across from theirs and it's late at night, probably like 1, 1 a.m. or so. And I see the hallway light come on and I walk outside and it's my mom. And she's walking out in the hallway and she's like, got her robe on. And I'm just like, uh, everything okay? And she's just like, oh yeah, you know, it's got up. It's like, okay. She goes back to bed and I go back in the room and all that. And the next morning at breakfast, my mom's just like, oh yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night and Shane was at the foot of the bed and told me to follow him in the hallway. Oh. I was like, all right, let's bring this motherfucker. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, my parents would, would just drop that stuff. I was like, oh yeah, ghosts oh, exist. Nonchalant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah no big yeah, deal. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. It, like spotting a squirrel in the backyard. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's yeah. just... Wow. That's nutty. That's yeah. fucking terrifying. Well, my mom, my mom was very, very, very religious, and she never saw any of that as a bad thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, their spirits are trying to communicate. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I see that. Yeah. I see that. I am mortified. Yeah. Wow. That's really something. Well, that was a good way to close it. Yeah. It was. That was pretty creepy. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a nice little cherry on top. It yeah. definitely was. Well, I guess I want to thank both of you guys for coming. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. 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 We yeah. definitely got to do it again. Figure out when, which we will talk about after the show. Sure. Got it. Yeah. All right. So, everyone want to say goodbye? Goodbye. goodbye. See you guys.